They call him They call him Rock the Rodders. Rock the Rodders. They call him the 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 Wow Fowl. They call him Rock the Rodders. Rock the Rodders. They call him the 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 Wow Fowl. They call him Yeah, yeah. The name of this episode is Pussy. Who don't love them some pussy? Some sweet pussy. Some good pussy. Some bad pussy. Some juicy pussy, emotional pussy, loyal pussy. Get your panties out a bunch. I'm not a simp, but I love pussy. So we're going to get into pussy today, y'all, on Rider's Live. Let's get it.
Yeah, we setting the mood for y'all for some pussy on Riders Live today. That was Latoya London with more and Jason Weaver with Love Ambition. Both of those songs are available on all streaming platforms. Yeah, so we talking about pussy today on Riders Live. 
But we ain't talking about the pussy that, you know, make niggas go crazy. The pussy that get people in predicaments that they can't get out of. The pussy that make dudes do emotional things that usually turn out to a long, bad situation or regrets altogether. So the pussy that I'm talking about is my cat. My cat, Silver Bell. Word the Silver Bell. The only pussy that I fuck with. Don't say I'm pussy whip because I love my pussy. I used to always say that to my cat. So this episode is called Pussy After My Cat, Silver Bell. Uh, she's been gone for eight years and I miss her. But, you know, she was like a family member to a nigga. She was sweet, good, bad, emotional, loyal, all of the above. I got her at the Anti-Cruelty Society. You know, I was living by myself, and I didn't want to move a chicken or... You know, just feel like I had to have somebody living with me. So I went and got me some pussy. I went and got the cat. So when you go to the Humane Society or whatever, they actually have you sit in a room with the pet for a good five or ten minutes so they could observe how y'all get along. So the first pussy that I was about to get was black. I don't like black cats because of the Halloween thing. And I just don't trust them overall. So the other cat that I got, if I was going to get her, I was going to name her Smoke or Jet Black because she was black. But when they bought Silver Bell in, she was like a gray slash silver tabby. So she came up in there like, you know, I've been through this process before. If you take me with you, I'm going to go. If you don't take me, I'm still cool with that. Let's get this shit over with. So I kind of like that about the cat. So that's what made me pick her to be my roommate, slash pet, slash family member. Slash pussy. Now let me tell you about my cat. She was like a sphinx. Like she was the epitome of royalty. You know when it came to cats. And she had the traits of a good woman. Besides pussy. So she was an excellent communicator. So every morning. You know she would come wake me up. But she would be like. You know it's time for me to eat. You got to go to work. I'll fix a nigga breakfast if I could. So she'll make sure that I fed her, you know, got our water together and everything like that on my work days. She knew when I was off on the weekend, she'll have to wait a little while and shit for me to get up. So she was an excellent communicator. Uh, she was chill, chill than a motherfucker. She was older. She was an older cat. So she usually played the front room and the crib and the living room. That was her area right there. I had leather furniture so she wouldn't fuck it up. 
like cream, leather furniture. The front room was her domain and shit. You know, you don't have to tell her, hey, get off of this, get off of that. But she could weed, she could weed a, a, a bad or a lowdown bitch out with the quickness. You know, she'll be very territorial and come rubbing up on me and shit like, you know, this my man, you just here, but bitch, you got to get the fuck up out of here. Soon as y'all finish kicking it or whatever the case may be, you're going to have to move around. That's just how she was. Uh, she was very loyal, very loyal. She took care of any minor vermin problems in the crib. She was like, hey, you know, you keep the crib tight. I'm keeping these motherfuckers up out of here. I done killed a couple of these bitches, so here go one right here. I'm good for the month. You know what I'm saying? She was cool, just chill. Like, even when I took vacations from work or if I called in a day, she'd be like, yo, you know, why you ain't going to work, motherfucker? You ain't up to feed me. You know what I'm saying? So she was real chill. I love her mannerism. She had certain ways that she meowed the way we talk. Like, uh, yeah, be like, Ew. and then if I'm getting on her nerves asking her some shit, she'll be like, Ew. 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 you know, if she killed some shit, she'll be like, you know, she'll have a long ass purr like, Don't be bugging out on me making these sounds, but I'm just trying to bring it to y'all because once you taste blood, when she tasted blood, she'll get a little different. You know, that's that animal instinct that she had. But she had real cool, chill mannerisms. One time, my cat ran out the back door and she snuck out the crib. You know, I got a... a spaded or neutered or whatever she was already like that when i got her that was one of the stipulations when i got her from the anti-cruelty society you know what i'm saying but she still had the urge to get out so she ran out of the house and like i was missing her for about maybe three or four days so one night I was coming in late at night, maybe about 1.30 in the morning or some shit. I seen her ass with a raccoon, a possum, and something else. Maybe another cat or some shit. I was like, what the fuck y'all got going on and shit. But I couldn't get her to come in the house. But on the weekend when I came to outside to empty the garbage and shit, she was at the back door, and she was meowing. I guess her ass got hungry and shit. She got used to them fucking um, three square meals a day or two square meals a day and water and shit. But her ass was like the size of a motherfucking quarter. I guess she got it in and shit. You know, you shouldn't, you shouldn't hold animals back because they wild, but she snuck out and had a motherfucking ball. And then, too, like my kids, she really liked my kids and got along with my kids. She never did nothing to like hurt any type of children, even though kids are inquisitive and 
They fuck with animals and shit. If it ever came to that point, you know, she'd come up in there and start rubbing on me like, yo, these kids getting on my motherfucking nerves. So if I scratch one of these motherfuckers, it ain't my fault. Don't put me out. Don't try to get after me or no shit like that. Because on holidays, everybody used to come to the crib. You know, I used to, I could cook some motherfucking pig ears. The shorties, they asking for a pig ear before some cake or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So they asking for that shit, but it's a lot of kids. It's always one bad kid that want to fuck with the cat and they get scratched. But, you know, I never, never reprimanded the cat after I told the kids, like, hey, don't fuck with her. You know what I'm saying? So back to the pig is. Every Thanksgiving, every Christmas, I always cook pig ears. So the cat, you know, I used to offer her food, offer her shit, and she just used to smell the pig ears from the crock pot like, damn, this shit smell good. This shit smell good. So I guess she used to watch me season them motherfuckers up and hook them up and put them in a crock pot. So one particular Thanksgiving, I went shopping and I had the pig ears out. She mauled them motherfuckers. She mauled them before I got to season anything, clean anything. She mauled the shit out the motherfucking pig ears. I was mad. I ain't gonna lie, I was mad. I was in my feelings. I was telling her like, yo, when I catch your big ass, I'm gonna fuck you up. You maul my fucking pig ears. And she ain't even eat them. She was just like, man, I, I need to get a taste of this shit. I need to see why the fuck you cooking this nasty ass wine. Cause it smell good than a motherfucker. So she mauled the pig ears and shit. But I still loved her. But I was hot about the pig ears and shit. So she was just like a family member. She was just like a family member. Like pets, they so close to you. So I want anybody who got pets to email me and comment about this. So I had took a long hiatus from recording. When I start working on my third album, it's called Focus of Fold. It's available on all streaming platforms. But when I was writing the songs, I was actually recording in the crib. So my cat would come up in that motherfucker like, you know, like, you a motherfucking rapper now? Where the fuck you get this skill from? You making a lot of noise and shit. Because I had all my equipment in the front room because it was so big. You know, I designated a little space in the corner and I was like, let me knock this shit out before I, and then I'll just take it to go get it mi mixed and mastered. So she was at the mercy of all my fucking songs and shit. And a little bit of the Henny Hunt EP. You know, I let up hit a shit, I play it back and watch how she react to the shit. She really didn't give a fuck. She just laid down like she was in the Serengeti and shit. Just stretched the fuck out. 
So I had put out a single and I was getting a lot of shows just based off the single. So I was going somewhere like every week, every weekend doing shows out of town and shit. I'll make sure that her cat food is filled up, make sure that she have enough water when I leave. And then if she exhausted all the water or whatever, I made sure that the toilet was clean and I had the toilet seat up because she'd get on that motherfucker and get us some water right out of the motherfucking toilet and shit. But times that I was gone a real long time, she was happy and shit, but I never was gone long enough where she'd be starving or nothing, but she was happy to see a motherfucker and shit. So she was there when I was making all of the songs and shit. Sometimes I'd be getting on that motherfucking nerves. I know I was. But it's all good. She liked the songs. But my cat, she started getting sick. She started throwing up and shit. I was like, damn, what's wrong with her? So I took her to Petco. And they was like, look, you know, she's sick. You know, she ain't going to make it. I wasn't trying to hit that shit. I think I paid like $500 and shit for my cat. Because I cared about her. Then I took her to another vet, and they was like, man, you know, we don't think she going to make it and shit. She dehydrated. And I really started getting mad. I was mad. Like, I was big mad and shit. So um, I wound up taking her back to the uh, anti-cruelty society and shit. And it's like she knew she was going to that motherfucker. I regret every day that I took her back there, even though I know she passed away and shit. I should have just let her die peacefully at home. I don't even mean to be speaking on death like this, but man, that shit fucked me up. I felt so fucking bad. I felt like I betrayed my best friend when I took her to the, back to the anti-cruelty society and shit. Man, I was fucked up. Because I love my pussy. I love my pussy. But in closing, my cat, she was my best friend. She was like a family member and shit. They say cats got nine lives. So she had eight more left. And I think she gave a nigga one and shit. You know, she rebirthed my career. I feel like, you know, she watched me through some personal things and shit health-wise. And um, I love her shit. So, like, I love my pussy. I love my pussy. So let's have a moment of silence for Silver Bell, my cat. I hope y'all enjoyed this episode of Riders Live. Peace.
Stay. 